Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be breakups. Why begging is useless. Well, I've got an email here from a viewer who broke up with his girlfriend. And what's interesting is, is he originally broke up with her. She begged him to give her another chance, so he did. Several months later, she broke up with him, and he took the same approach, and it's not getting him anywhere. So I got a quote that I wrote in this topic, and we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, what is a relationship? It's two people who get up every day and mutually choose to continue being together. When two people value their connection and what they have, they will both work to meet each other's needs on a continuous basis. If one of the people in the relationship unilaterally decides it's not worth it, they no longer enjoy being in the relationship or feel they don't want to be in the relationship anymore. It's best that the other person lets them go with the understanding that they are letting them go but that they want to work things out. It takes two people who want to be together in order for a relationship to be possible. Reconciliation is only possible when the person who unilaterally left decides and realizes of their own free will and choice that their life is far richer and better with the other person in it. Begging and pleading for them to change their mind only causes a loss of respect, delays any possible reconciliation, and if the begging and pleading does not stop, this will permanently prevent any chance of getting back together again. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, basically I was with a girl for two and a half years and at first things were going well because I think I didn't care too much back then, but then I got attached. So it sounds like you just weren't that into her, but you got attached when she broke up with you, I bet. We were going great until she started to have these terrible mood swings and spoke to me like shit. I told her I understand her mood swings because she had just started con the contraceptive pill again. Bad move, I know now. Yeah, that's like, you know, do you think my ass is fat in this dress? Well, a little bit. What? It's like, honey, you look sexy as hell. You know what? Why don't you come over here and bring those beautiful lips and I'll kiss you. As she carried on, or you could say, does my ass look fat in this dress? Honey, I would totally take that dress off and have sex with you right now. As she carried on having these swings, I think my love for her drifted. But judging the circumstances we were in, it was hard for me to end it. We lived together, worked together, and we had both moved somewhere where we didn't know anyone apart from some of my family. That put even more pressure on us and we began drifting apart. I started flirting with another girl that I met on a game. She found out I broke her heart and I felt really bad. I admit that was an asshole thing to do, but like I said, I felt trapped with her even though I wanted her and I had and, and I worked together. And I did love her. He says, things worked out, kind of. And I actually went out with my mates in the place we lived last lived one night. A girl I had a pass with sexually was trying to seduce me all night. I kept saying no, but obviously I ended up getting extremely drunk and went home with her. Come on, man. We didn't have sex because she was very drunk and kind of passed out. Plus, I felt really bad and just wanted to sleep. I woke up the next day and I felt terrible. Although nothing happened, I still basically cheated. 
I went back to my mom's house, called my girlfriend and tried to end it, but I didn't tell her what happened. I told her we weren't working out and we needed to end things. So at that point, you're just not into her. You knew it was time to end and you knew it was time to move on. What happened next? She cried and begged me outside of my mother's door, which was where I was staying while back in my hometown. She just wouldn't give up and this made me feel like she really genuinely loved me to bits. So I let her in and we made up. As time went on, it sounds like you just went along with it. I don't hear anything about how you were crazy in love with her and it was just the best thing ever. It's like you're just kind of going along with it. Like you just kind of settled. And most people do that. You, you can't have a really great, rich life unless you're doing things you love for a living, unless you have the kind of friends that you love, unless you have the kind of lovers that you really want. But you've got to become the kind of person you want to attract. Most people are okay with mediocrity. And I'm a peak performance coach. I'm not about teaching mediocrity. And like I said, so far, I don't see anything that talks about passion. You've been loving her and she's great. I don't see any of it. It just seems like you just kind of went along with it, just like you said in the beginning. You weren't even that into her in the first place. It's like it was comfortable. In other words, she was probably really into you and you're like, wow, this girl really likes me. This is great. And you didn't have to do too much. It was easy because she was really into you. But at the end of the day, you weren't really into her. As time went on, we were kind of working things out but still arguing a lot. Well, men who understand women don't argue with them. That's why you need to read my book ASAP and learn that skill, dude. And she was still having moods. Eventually, she found out that I almost cheated and she went to leave. I explained what happened and begged her not to go. She stayed and, and tried to make things work for months. About one month ago, she told me she was moving back to her hometown with her mom and we are over. I basically said, okay, oh, whatever. I don't care what happens anymore. Although I did. She left and I cried and begged her. She did message me saying I need time to be me and just be on my own and maybe after some space we can try again. And that's when you say, great, give me a call if you change your mind. You know how to get in touch with me. But the bottom line is this relationship sucks, dude. When you look at the overall time you're together, all I hear is constant arguing, constant fighting. And in the beginning, you weren't even that anywhere in the first place. Why would you want to go back to mediocrity? Think about it. Sounds like your ex-girlfriend did you a favor. I accepted this and began giving her space. I stalked her Facebook and saw she tagged a guy she had met not long before we broke up in something and it infuriated me so I asked her, are you and I over forever and is there someone else? She got angry and said, are you kidding me? I'm not like you. I had sent her a giant teddy bear to try and make her smile and I have gone to her house and tried to talk to her. These are things you see right in the movies all the time. Always works in the movies, of course. She did talk to me but was very determined it was over. Yeah, it's like she left when she didn't have any more feelings for you. Remember, rejection breeds obsession. And now, because I kept contacting her and begging and repeating myself, she has blocked me on everything so I can't speak to her. Well, that should tell you something, dude. Again, she's really doing you a favor because, quite frankly, the relationship sucked. And the bottom line is you weren't into her in the first place. you got to look at that. But most people, they just want to hold on to something because they figure something is better than nothing. 
If she really was that great, you wouldn't have gotten drunk and gone home with somebody else. You had two different instances where you mentioned where you almost cheated. It's like, come on, dude. If you're crazy about your girl, you're not going to be hanging out. You're never going to put yourself in a situation where something like that could happen. He says, I think now that we live back in our hometown, don't live together and have our friends around us, we can work it out and do it right. Do you think I should just never speak to her again and see if she comes back? Dude, she blocked you. What do you What do you want? To get a restraining order next? Because I mean, that's where – she's already blocked you and if you keep harassing her, she's already told you it's over. You're going to get a restraining order against you. Is that what you want? Because that goes on your record, dude. Do you really want a restraining order for a chick that you're not, you weren't even that into in the first place? I mean, come on. I know I've done it wrong now after seeing your videos. It makes sense. I'm taking this time to sort out my life and do what I always wanted to, driving, going back to college and trying to become a better man. That's exactly what you should be doing because in the process of becoming a better man and getting closer to doing what is really going to make you happy, you're going to be happier. And when you're happier, you're going to be more attractive. And I want you to have a woman that knocks your fucking socks off. And I've heard no mention anywhere in your email that this girl has ever done that for you. It sounds like you just went along with things and put up with it because she was really into you and did all the work. And once she decided to, to bail out, you're like, oh, wait a minute. You're afraid that you're never going to find anybody better or that you won't find anybody as good. So you want to go back to what's mediocre. It doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve her. Besides, she's already blocked you. Think about it. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. The next thing is going to be the restraining order. So, dude, cut it out. All you're doing is causing her to continue to lose respect for you as a man. I mean, she's blocked you. She's trying to move on with her life. Just let her go. Let her be happy. Let her find somebody that's really going to care for her and love her the way she deserves to be loved. And you should be reading my book 10 to 15 times and applying it so you can improve your skills and get a woman that knocks your socks off. Because if you get a woman that knocks your socks off and you're really happy with her, you're going to want to be a better man, not only to be a better man, but because she deserves it. I really hope that after some time, maybe even a year, that her and I get back together because I feel we're meant to be, but things just got on top of us. No, dude, you're just kind of obsessed with her because she rejected you after you, in essence, tried to leave the relationship on two separate occasions with different women. I mean, think about it, dude. You broke up there because it's like it wasn't fun. If it didn't work the first time around, it ain't going to work the second time around. But what you can do is fill in your knowledge gap and learn skills that I teach in my book so you can attract a much better quality woman who you'll be much happier with and who you want to make the effort with. And you got to find somebody that you can communicate with in a healthy way. First, you need to learn how to communicate with women, develop those skills, and then apply them when you're in a relationship with somebody. Repetition is a mother's skill. That's how you get better. I think it's great that you're focusing on school and taking care of yourself. But since she's the one that ditched you, just like I talk about in Seven Principles Get an Expect, she has to do all the calling, texting, and pursuing this point on. If she ever reaches out, Invite her to your place to make dinner together and hang out and have fun and hook up. But hopefully she'll never call you again. And this way will enable you to get over this situation, get over this ridiculous obsession that you have with somebody that you weren't even into in the first place and find somebody that you really are into, that you really want to be with and that you want to meet, 
have the effort with it. I mean, that's, I talk about that in my book. That's, that's what happened in my, my first girlfriend. I loved her. I cared about her. She was a really cool chick. But I wasn't in love with her. And it wasn't what I really wanted. I knew in my heart. I felt it was wrong. But you know what? I was a fucking pussy. And I went ahead and married her. And I shouldn't have done that. All I ended up doing was hurting myself. And I hurt her in the long run. It was a bad way to go. And her parents spent a shitload of money in this really extravagant, expensive wedding. Just because I was a fucking pussy. I was a weak bitch. I mean, I mean, the truth is the truth. That was a long time ago. But hopefully you learn from those lessons so you don't repeat those same kind of mistakes that I made. Because the bottom line is... It's just like a shitty job. You're never going to be happy in a shitty job. You're never going to be excited about going to a job that you hate any more than you're going to be excited to go home and have a family with a woman you're not in love with. You're not going to do those little things. You're not going to work hard to really make it spectacular and great. Just like friendships. If you don't have really great kick-ass people that you're friends with, you're not going to make the effort to be a great friend and neither are they. Something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.